Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Quarter Mile at a Time. I'm Jack Kolajewski, your host, and I'm joined today by Robert Anderson. Oh, hello. And I'm also joined by Mike Burge. Hi! And we're here to deliver to you another in the series of the Fast and the Furious films. Today we saw Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. The fourth film in the Fast and Furious series. We've skipped over Tokyo Drift. And we've gone right to Fast and Furious, and we're going to come back to Fa- Tokyo Drift after the sixth movie, I want to say. I trust you. you would Pretty know. sure that's right. Because the fourth one is chronological. Like it's Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, okay. Timeline-wise, it's actually chronological. I'm pretty sure Tokyo Drift comes after Fast 6, but we've got some time to figure that out. As right. you can tell, I this know. is a very well-thought-out Well Well-thought-out, well-researched, uh, everything is, everything's there. We um, knew not to watch it today. Yeah, and I know that next is Fast 5 for sure. Mm-hmm. So, we also watched a little, uh, we had a little little tidbit in the beginning there. Uh, a prelude. Oh, wow, I another, forgot all about another, that. Another, yeah, <laughs> right. it was a pretty forgettable. Uh, what was it? Uh, Los, Los Bandoleros? Los, Los Bandoleros. Not Los Bandidos. Uh, which we ben. kept trying to find. Yes. Which we were just getting I music was, videos. I was pretty sure and you that's have to go to Vimeo on this one. Yep. Um, you go where the tits are. Where the titties. Vimeo. Yeah. I didn't know that about Vimeo, too. You can show n- That's very odd to me. We typed in three letters and it was a bush, which is the crotch area of a human being, and then boobies. As the next video. Which is the um, chest Upper, area the rest of the of female the human being. Yes. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Biology 101. Yes. Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Bandoleros is a <laughs> prequel Keep it to, together over there. <laughs> is a prequel to Fast and Furious, the fourth in the series of Fast and Furious movies, directed by Vin Diesel himself. Yes. Who is an auteur of the art form of film. Yes. Shot... This short film on I, what I assume to be the the first iPhone, which was the phone, the f- smartphone at the time. Yes, it, it did not look very good. Mm. It looked bad. One might say. Um, a lot uh, of shot well. Fast. I liked how it was shot. Actually, uh, <laughs> the composition I, of I, the shots. I, I could go without. Like there was a lot of zooms. Some interesting, <laughs> but uh, Quentin Tarantino has built a career on oh, using zooms. zooms there you go. So there you um, go. And some of Vin's, what I assume to be Vin's, because uh, it was also written, as far as I know, like we said, well-researched podcast, uh, <laughs> also written by Vin Diesel. Um, so featuring some of what I assume to be his slam poetry he's been sitting on for a, a minute or two. Mm. Um, it was strange to see um, some of the characters that were like in Los Bandidos, or not Los Bandidos, Los Bandoleros. Bandoleros. <laughs> Bandoleros. Oh my God. Sorry. I'm sorry, I was lied to for a few months as we were talking about this podcast. Yeah, um, but it was strange to see them like almost, like I thought they were like throwaway car- characters in this little like prequel story. And then to see him come up like immediately in the beginning of the Fast and Furious movie, I was like, and because they're shot, they're shot so differently, I was like, oh, is that the same dude with the afro? Oh, it is. Yeah. It's Which strange. is interesting because it features Han uh, heavily, mm-hmm. who is one of the main characters in Tokyo Drift, Yeah, which we've skipped over for now. Um, who is not For in, chronological reasons. For chronological reasons. Which right. seems and to be sanity. the only... And sanity's, sanity's sake. <laughs> right, we didn't want to do Too Fast, Too Furious, and Tokyo Drift back-to-back, because that would have been... I probably would have had a hard time. I've had nightmares about take... Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, you have been, it have been tough getting me on the one after this. Yeah, that. yeah, but I think we're a little higher on Fast and Furious today. I think that's the main takeaway, is that we are about this movie. Yeah. We like it. You guys are... Robbie, you, you're into it. You I really like it. it. Well, because, you know, I feel like this is the actual... And, like, I think we all kind of understand it. This is the actual sequel that Fast 1 deserved. This is the series coming in to its own. This movie knows what it is. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's uh and it's there's been a break. I mean, we're watching these week to week, so it it doesn't feel like a lot of time, but there's been a full Five or six years. Well, it's, yeah. I was thinking about it. It's um, the first one was two thousand one. I know that because we brought up the fact that it was a pre nine eleven pre nine eleven kind of thing. Um, and the second one came out in two thousand three. Tokyo Drift came out in two thousand six. Okay. And this one, Fast and Furious, came out in two thousand nine. Right. Mm-hmm. So there were three years. So it's not as big. Oh, um, as jump. a departure that you would feel, but like you really do feel this kind of separation. Yeah, definitely. Well, especially between these movies, Paul Walker looks ripped, right. and he's a different person. And it, I like, think it's mainly that. I think that's mainly due to the fact that um, after Fast and Furious, 
Paul Walker and Vin Diesel like skyrocketed, and they both became famous on their own different levels. Like saying that Paul Walker's career is like lining up with Vin Diesel's no. after Fast and Furious is not well, what was happening at all. What has Vin been up to since then? Since Vin Fast in between and, the Fast and the Furious. We have to be careful. Vin the in between Fast the, the Fast and the Furious. Triple X is after uh, the Fast right. and the Furious. Vin Diesel was nobody knew who he was. He was Iron Giant. He was in Saving Private Ryan before that. He got Triple X. Um, he got uh, Pitch Black. He got Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. Uh, he, got, he was all over the Pacifier. The Pacifier. Pretty which good. If you haven't it's seen it, it's actually pretty good. It's actually pretty it's good. But he had a whole good. like sci-fi franchise to really pump he him was out going there. Crazy. In yeah. there, yeah, yeah. definitely. And Paul Walker on the other end was doing. Uh, you know, he did Running Scared, first off, which is, oh, yeah. if you have not seen Running Scared, <laughs> oh, yeah. go watch Running Scared and get ready for a movie. <laughs> it's amazing. Wait. Uh, no, I'm thinking The Rundown. You're thinking The Rundown, that's with Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah. and Sean William Scott. Yes. No. <laughs> Running Scared is like a movie rundown. that is about Paul Walker who I think he's playing an undercover cop again, spoiler alert, I think, uh, who has to hide a gun from a thing, uh, from a murder that happens uh, by, like, some, like, gang leader. He's an undercover and, cop who's uh, bad at his And, job. like, his neighbor's kid finds the gun, finds the gun and, like, steals it, and he's got to track him down. But it, it's, it's way more than that, and talking any more about it would, first off, be another one of my sidelines and would ruin the movie. Watch Running Scared. It's awesome. It's insanely cheesy, but it totally knows it's cheesy. Uh, there's a great hockey scene, too. So any movie that's got a good hockey scene in it, I'm totally cool with because hockey is like the silliest sport. But it's kind of cool, too. It's cool. Good. Alienate more listeners. Keep Alienate more listeners. Um, sports, 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 sports. Fast and Furious, too, is the first movie that is starting the um, confusing... Hold on, hold on. Fast and Furious as well. Not Fast and Furious 2... Exactly. That's what I'm getting. We have to really get. It's really starting. It it starts confusing everything. So we've got uh, Fast and Furious, and then we're going to move on to Fast Five. Fast Five. Yeah. And then it's Fast and Furious Six, Six. then Furious Seven, and then Fate, and then the Fate of the Furious, where they break the mold. Which I think is actually Fast and Furious Eight: The Fate of the Furious. Is the full no. title? Why didn't they put an eight in fate? They fucked up. Why didn't they do because that? Because they fucked up. The fate. Yeah. Of th- somebody pitched that, and the, and somebody just forgot to put it in the first thing. Listen, had they, they, there because so I've seen stupid. it. I've seen it. I've seen uh, like F eight. Right. But I've never yeah. seen F eight in like. Why well, the they F8 do? They do the, the F eight at the end of the trailer. I thought that they do like the F eight in like the Chrome logo at the end of the trailer. Unless I like my mind just put that in. I don't there. really think they're thinking about it. I guess there's there's a lot of opportunity left on the table with the nomenclature of the the Fast and Furious sequel names. What about nine? Well, hopefully they don't fuck it up with nine. When I was a, when nine. I was a kid, my parents used to uh, they used to make fun of me because ever since I was young, I always thought that I was smarter than everybody else. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised. You don't Sorry, say. guys. I'm, I know. Surprise. I'm working on it. I'm trying to be humble. It's just really fucking hard because I'm so smart. <laughs> piece of shit <laughs> uh, but they would be like you know like it's um it, it, like uh it's heaven to be seven and it's great to be eight it's divine to be nine they would say things like it's that ten. to me fuck you, you grow up i think 10 is where they started uh running out of stuff and then yeah. 11 they just recycled the it's heaven to be seven again and then 12 they were like ah fuck this it's we're hell to be 12 it. yeah. it's mm. hell to be 12 oh yeah 12 is a rough year. Uh, and I, I feel like we could i mean i think bringing divine into fast nine it's not outside of the realm of possibility. Furious Nine. They should just make one that's called uh, And the Nine. I would think Fine Building nine. off of the Fast fine and nine? the Furious. Take two words out of that. And the Nine. So what did you guys think about Fast and Furious? I think that... Uh, so, if, so I feel like that this movie was the Fast 2 that should have always happened. Like the right. second Fast... Because like... Usually with sequels to movies that do really well is the main thing to do is blow it up, right? right? 
make it bigger. Let's like hit the same beats. Let's blow it up. We saw the same thing in John Wick Two. We see the main. We see that in many franchises who decide to make sequels. But what we discussed in the last podcast with uh, the second Fast and Furious movie is that it felt like it was almost like diluted, right? A sidestep sort of. Oh yeah, a step back. Really. It's definitely a step back where it almost felt like it's like this could have been on like a, like a TV TNT. show, yeah, yeah, like original movie type situation. But in this movie, like you know, it was I, you know, I feel like Paul Walker. He's still playing a fucking weirdo because that character, I guess, is just like a weird dude. <laughs> yeah, but he actually Brian's, has some real. Brian you are the cop dude. again. You're still you're just, the cop. You're doing. He's in the FBI. Well, he's, he's working for the feds now. Yeah, because because his slate was wiped clean uh-huh. at the end from of, the events yeah. of and he chose to be a cop Tephesta again. Fest. And he chose to be a cop again, Brian. Which but I, I think his that's that's the yeah. that's the point of Fast and the Furious is to try and it's the first one too. Besides like the stupid names, it's the first one to really start building that um, familial bond. Definitely. That is what the Fast and the Furious franchise is so well known for. We see the house again. We see the Toretto household, right, yeah. which is the first time we've seen it since the first Fast and Furious movie. And that hit me in a little bit of a way of going back into the yeah. garage. Yeah, you know? it was I was actually, like, it was pretty yeah. nice to see that house again. Yeah. And Fast and Furious is where they start really, I want to say, building a new trilogy. But now it's just become like they're just making more movies. But yeah. This is where they are. There was an obvious... It's a fresh uh, start. A fresh start from yeah. Tokyo Drift three years before. You know, they took three years. Yeah. And they were like... Because I, I, I would imagine that Too Fast, Too Furious did not do as well. That's Probably why it not. took three years for Tokyo Drift, and that's why none of the characters are featured in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, for them to come back and be like, okay, look, Michelle Rodriguez is in this. We've got... Uh, Dominic Toretto's sister is in this. Dominic yeah. Toretto himself is in this. Paul Walker is back yeah. as Brian. And it takes place in L.A. mainly. And they're, they're they're obviously trying to be like, okay, this is the sequel that you always and they wanted. And they hit similar story beats. Like, you know, Brian is an undercover cop again. again. They're in L.A. again. The movie opens with a chase scene onto the Iguana Man truck. Which is strange that you never see him again with like the guy driving the truck and his iguana friends, but like they're doing a very it's a very similar like heist scene, like mm-hmm. they're trailing similar beats and I think that they're doing that so it's like they kind of make right by the people who came to see Fast and the Furious in the first place and then we're potentially let down by the the next two movies in the franchise. So if you're curious, because we just mentioned this and I brought it up, the gross. We want to run down where we're at. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, not gross. Worldwide box office. So the first Fast the fast and the Furious, $206 million. Too Fast, Too Furious, worldwide, $236 million. Then Tokyo Drift, $157 million. Mm-hmm. So start to see the decline there. Yeah. And then Fast and Furious, which is when they bring back Vin Diesel, they get the band back together, they, they're back on track now. 363 million. There we go. So That's good. this is where we're Somebody finally... call Dwayne Johnson. He's going to want to be in this. Now we you got do, that Dwayne Johnson. You do have money. to like, consider like inflation being like a part of the numbers game. Well, it's game, not even but inflation, it is, too. It is it's like the Fast and the Furious yeah. was starring nobody. I mean, yes. For when sure. they did Too Fast, Too Furious, I guarantee they gave them way more money than the Fast and the Furious was made for. I think Fast 2, they were just like, we're not going to give you enough money, and that's why no one came back. Mm-hmm. And then Paul Walker, who at the at the time, I'm assuming, he's a nobody at that mm-hmm. time, right? And then it's after Fast 2, he starts getting his, his, doing more, doing different movies, but I think getting his chops together. I really do see him as an improved actor in this movie. Vin? No, well, Vin's the same. He's great. But Paul Walker. <laughs> Paul Walker, Vin I really perfect. do. perfect. Don't you dare say something bad about, about Vin. Vin ever. <laughs> but I do think Paul Walker, like, he... I don't know if you guys like agree with me, but I think that he really has like his chops together in this film, right? You know, and I think that it's look is Fast and Furious this new one? Does it work as a sequel to the first one directly? Like kind of taken out? Uh, uh, yeah. Too Fast and Furious. Obviously, you can't say yes because you're like, why is Paul Walker a Fed now? Yeah. You need that kind of supplemental information that comes in through Too Fast, Too Furious, however fucking stupidly it's presented. Yeah. Now, when I say that I do not like Fast and Furious, 
I do not mean to say that it is anywhere near as bad as Too Fast, Too Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious is... Hey, I'm all stuck. Too Fast, Cheers. Too Furious Cheers. is horrendous. It's a bad it's movie. It's a bad movie. It's very hard to watch and it's very hard to get engaged in. Fast and Furious is a lot like that, only yeah. there's this certain level of... Uh, being serious and taking what they're doing seriously while also having a little bit of fun with it that it that you just get from having somebody like Justin Lin directing it. Justin right. Lin is is a very good director. Yeah. Um he I've always considered him kind of like a, he's he's up there with like M Night Shyamalan who mm. is who is up, an amazing hold on, hold on. up there with up M. There. Night M Night Shyamalan is one is one of the best directors working uh right now. He's just a bad writer. And he writes most of his stuff because he's known for writing The Sixth Sense. All, he's known for writing all of his movies. Mm. Directing-wise, he is great. That's why Unbreakable is such a great movie and to this day is still so amazing. Did he write the last Airbender script? Probably. Fuck it. I mean, who knows? <laughs> Let's be honest here, too. M. Night Shyamalan, towards the end, started... Uh, divulging off but I'll never uh, I'll, I'll get in conversations about that but I will always say that The Sixth Sense Unbreakable mm-hmm. um, The Village even um, Signs these these are well directed films these yeah. are films that have a vision that are shot amazingly and again that's not a director's job it's a director's job to call the shots on all of these things and figure out exactly how it all comes together and I think M. Night Shyamalan is great in that Justin Lin is very much like that. Justin Lin just did um, uh, Star Trek Beyond mm. this last year. And if anything you can say about Star Trek Beyond, it looks like a Star Trek movie. That's yeah. his first at bat. We got two J.J. Abrams, and they look like J.J. Abrams movies. And now Lens going fire. away from that, we go into Justin Lin. Yeah. And Justin Lin has a really good eye for what he's doing. He also directed a couple episodes of um, True Detective Season 2. Mm. Which gets a lot of a lot of crap, uh, rightfully. Mike, hold on, yeah. I'll let you defend some directorial aspects of M Night Shyamalan. Do not try to defend True Detective t- season two. I, I am not going to. I'm. I, I look, can't. I can, maybe I could take those two things separately, but back to back, <laughs> I cannot bear it. If there's one on place, if there's one place that I can hide my small little defense of True Detective Season 2, it's 18 minutes into a <laughs> podcast about Fast and Furious. But not right after defending M. Night Shyamalan. I can't oh, No, right it. after. I'm just I going off for it right now. All right, what but, else do you like that's terrible? Uh, True, Detective Se- <laughs> <laughs> True Detective Season 2 is a shitstorm. It's absolutely horrible, but yes. I actually do think that it has a lot of great performances, mainly from Colin Farrell and Rachel McAdams and Taylor Kishner. Boom. Taylor Kishner. 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 I'm not even sure if that's his last name. He sucked on that show so fucking bad. No one's good. Let's move on. Let's uh, go back to Batman. Justin Lin. Justin Lin is he the man understands. that is bringing all of this yeah. stuff to us now. He does Fast and Furious. He does Fast Five. He does Fast and Furious Six. Yes. He seems to understand. He's doing the next. He, understands. he did that trilogy that you're talking about. Well, that he's good at pick, you're saying he's else. good at picking up the ball. Right, he's he good at the, yeah, and, and and he also did Tokyo Drift. That's right. So we did four in a row. And yeah. Fast, Fast and Furious. I will say I, I don't care for that much, especially just watching it now. I had seen it once before um, in theaters actually when it came out, and watching it now. Granted, this is now holy shit, eight years later. Fuck, fuck, <laughs> <We're indeed. old. laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, I don't. I did not remember anything, and maybe this is just my memory because I had the same thoughts about Too Fast, Too Furious. But there's not a lot memorable about this movie because I think it's just really busy. Like there's a the lot. The plot is convoluted. The plot still. is way over for, yeah. for movies like this that are just kind of like you come to Fast and Furious, or I think of Fast and Furious yeah. series now as something that's well, they've they've evolved into something that's just great action movies with. Pretty breezy plots and great yeah. assembly characters. And Fast or Fast and Furious is where they kind of pivot from where they've had sort of rocky footing with starting with the Fast and the Furious, which I think is has merit on its own. Definitely. And then into Too Fast, Too Furious, which is basically a made-for-TV movie. And then Tokyo Drift, which is another beast entirely that we'll get to eventually. They're starting to correct the ship 
back towards what the series has now become. You can see, yeah. like, when we went and saw, what was it, John Wick, and they showed the trailer for Fast 8. For Fast 8. Mm-hmm. At that time, you had only seen the original, The Fast and the Furious. Yes. And to you, those two were worlds apart. apart. I'm starting to see the track of where we're going. Exactly. Even from the beginning of this movie, I'm like, I'm starting to understand. Whereas at the end of Fast 2, I was just like, I almost felt farther you cannot away. see where it's... I was, I was like, how do we... Like, at, the beginning, at the end of Fast 1, I was like, how do we get to this point How do we get eight? to Ludacris in a tank? Like, yeah, what the how, fuck and, and, I'm, and I'm ready to get there. Yeah. I'm like on board. <laughs> I really enjoyed this movie, though. Um, I think because Fast 2... And because I got to, I'm... I'm lucky enough in the way that people can, like, Netflix binge TV shows. Like, I'm able to, like, watch these movies, like, really close together. So, like, the burn of Fast 2 did not hurt me too bad, and we're skipping over... I mean, week to week is a good pace. It's a good pace. Yeah, I can watch it all day. But I I did really like this movie, especially in the beginning, because it did feel like the gang is, like, back together. We're doing it. We're in there. Um, And I really like that, and I, I do think that, like, the plot is really busy... But I think that, like, might be a product of, like, when that movie came out and what heist movies are during that time period, where, like, I think people at that time really like convoluted plots. Like, Born Identity, like, Ocean's Eleven, it's, like, those kind of, it, like, it, really busy movies. It moves really Not that quick. this is, like, on, like, that level, I should say. The, but the, pace, know the pace of this movie is weird, because it moves really fast in some ways, like, the, like so... The character of Letty, Vin Diesel's love interest, dies off-screen in this movie. And that is a major inciting moment for the plot of this movie. It's weird they it just don't give it to us. It's off-screen. weird. And, and it's Mia telling Vin Diesel over the phone... She's dead. ...that she's dead. And, like, granted, again, we were kind of riffing on this movie the whole time while mm-hmm. we were watching it, so we were assholes and not actually paying any attention that closely to the plot. But... We missed her say, like, we just heard her say, she's dead. And we're like, wait, who's dead? And it wasn't until, like, several minutes later. At least ten re- minutes. At they least ten that minutes, it is yeah. Letty that is dead. Like, there's a funeral scene, but, like. It's a weird it, it, death to have strange, off screen. Especially for something that is so motivational for Vin Diesel's yeah. character. And, like, the thing is, like, we know that she is not dead. Because we have, I, I mean, I know she's not dead because I've seen the Fast 8 trailer. Sure. I so mean, I know she's not dead. Play sort of thing. Absolutely. But still, but even the, at the time, like analyzing this be... movie in a vacuum, it it is really strange that we don't see her death. That should be a big moment. It should be a huge moment because yeah. because Dominic Toretto is really upset about this, and well, that's the motivation drives... for the plot. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's like his engine. That's his steam for doing what he's not doing only in the movie. for for Vin, but for for Brian as well. For, yeah. Yeah. Or you know, Paul, Paul Walker, Walker as yeah. well. Um, which drives, which drives Vin Diesel to become Car Batman, which Car is Batman. a pretty good run of scenes where yeah. he's just shaking people down and beating the crap out of Where's them. Where's the heroin yeah, going? Yeah. <laughs> Lie to me about Letty. It's very true. It's pretty good. Yeah. And he does that whole, like you said, Hannibal-esque scene where he, where he could, he's himself, like re, he, he's like replaying the crime he can scene smell happening the again. Rubber that's burned he's like, it's the so street and knows yeah. that Letty got shot in the head. But it's died. weird that he saw, yeah, it's weird that he saw like her get shot in the head in those like weird like detective vision scenes. Like it, it's it's weird the the catalyst and or inciting incident for what propels this kind of convoluted plot which I think makes it convoluted inherently is because it's pieced together in a really weird way. The structure of the movie is strange because, like, what gives us the energy that propels the stunts, the action, and what Fast and the Furious is, is confusing, which right. makes the entire plot not as interesting as the stunts itself. And the motivation is just not... It's confusing. There. Because it's not... They don't... The emotion's they don't, there. They don't spend... But... They don't... I don't think they give the motivating factor enough time to breathe for it to sink in and really let you care there we go. about... We should synchronize these next time because I think that plays nicely for the audio. Yeah, it it doesn't good. give you enough time to really like let it sink in. Like When, when you oppose that to something like my favorite inciting incident for a revenge movie ever, which I guess we'll get to soon, mm. John Wick. John Wick. 
that that moment lets you it you really you, you can chew on it but it's you can chew on it and it's simple it's simple it's you simple. can chew on it and it sparks and the I, rest of the and movie. I think that most action movies that we'll see in a post John Wick era will follow that template right but we are in a pre this movie is pre John Wick and actually your comparison to the born identity I think is is very good it's absolutely because yeah. if I have I'm not crazy about that series Same. because the way those movies are paced and shot and directed, like it's always, it's very confusing in yeah. the way that it is. Uh, it's it feels unfocused to me. I agree, and this movie definitely feels unfocused. Yes, there's. It's funny how there's so much emotional weight behind everything they're doing, but I don't always understand. It doesn't really why. earn it. I don't no, think. I agree. No. Mike, where do you weigh in? First off, I want to say that season two of True Detective. Oh my god! <laughs> to throw this is beer not in your good. Face. It's not good. <laughs> I just like certain things about it. Moving on from that, um, I uh, can we move on? I from do that? not like. I do not like uh, Fast and Furious. You I, would not enjoy I don't. I, I enjoyed it in the way that you can enjoy any movie. It mm-hmm. was. It was fun to watch. It was fun to riff on with friends definitely, and stuff right, like that. Definitely. But. We didn't have to pay as far as as far as like uh, the things that you guys are just talking about. The convoluted plot. The plot is actually um, I found it annoying because it was just pretty much it was very simple. Mm. And I think that you're saying it's convoluted because they don't explain things correctly, right? So you start getting confused. So you're like, what am I? What am I following? Like we kept asking each other time and time again. We're like. Wait, what are they doing? It's not that the plot is convoluted. It's overly... Cl- no, sorry. It's not that the plot is complicated. I'll say it's clunky. It's not complicated. It's simple, but it's convoluted yeah. in the way that it doesn't... It's not presented in a way that it's easily... Okay, execution right. is okay. Right, it's, it's blurry. Yeah. Right, because we know it's, it's a re- like the it's pun- a revenge like the Puddle because, of Mud song because every that's sh- one of my favorite songs. Holy shit! I, I like True Detective season two. I think M Night Shyamalan's a great director. If you didn't Puddle of Mud found this website, I would fire world. you right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it. Every shot is like maybe half of a second long. Like everything it's, moves. It's so, very. Yeah. It's they're again they're in this one. They're really getting towards what fast what the Fast and the Furious franchise is known for. Like that very uh, first off the opening, Chef's Kiss, so good. absolutely awesome. So I really good. like that very opening. It's a complete uptake. Yes. It starts out just like how the first one opens yes. with a bunch of cars and robbing a truck. a truck. Yep, and it escalates into this over the top nonsense that they're going for, and that's what leads me to think that they were kind of going for that with this movie. And they they never hit that tone. I know for a fact they eventually will hit that tone from because uh, I've seen the trailers for all of these ones because I've seen movies right. for the past four years. Right. So I've seen bits from the next four movies that are coming out, and uh, or that have come out that that are coming up. And in this movie, they're in the opening. They really nail that tone. They right. nail that like, yo, you like these guys, right? Yeah, we like these guys. Yeah. All right, cool. Now they're going to be doing some crazy shit. And you're right. like, oh, this is awesome. And then they kind of move towards this more... It's it's it very... Um, James Bondy born... Sedated. Ooh. It's very sedated. Okay. It's this very sedated version of what they're about to become. You know, they want to be... They want to pretty much take that one car chase that you see in the Bourne movies, or that one car chase that you see in the James Bond movies, or that one car chase that you see in like the big blockbuster movie of the year. Yes. They want to turn that into a movie. A movie where it's it's not the car chase is meant to uh, make us uh, feel excited about the story that's happening around it. The story that's happening around the car chases in the Fast and Furious franchise are meant to make sense of the car chases that we're getting in. These are car movies, first and foremost. Mm. And now, Fast and Furious, they're becoming splody movies. Right. And yes. I like splody movies. Yes. And the, the interesting thing, I think, and and we don't need to like these movies, for one, because we are now historians, I will say. Is that what we this, are? Yes. Usually people have to get a degree for that. And historical take on Ooh, the Fast and the Furious. We should have called it that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... 
looking at this movie or at this franchise as a whole, you have Tokyo Drift before this that made, as I just said, about one hundred and fifty million dollars worldwide. Yeah, and then you take Fast and Furious, which made twice that much worldwide, and you have those splody That's moments. Crazy, like actually, the, that 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 this made that much money, right? It's yeah. getting the band because it had Vin Diesel. So so here's why the series becomes what I think of it is. And what draws me to it, and being those splody movies where you have just a fun cast that has good chemistry with each other, a good assembly cast, you make a heist movie, and then you make the action scenes dialed up past 11 towards 12. Yeah. Like, and I think what, what allows this series to be propelled to that level, where Fast Five, I think, is one of the best action movies made in the past. 10 years maybe more more so excluding John Wick um, is that Fast and Furious did so well in the box office that they had the budget to turn Fast 5 into the insanely good uh, action movie that it is I'm pumped to see Fast 5 I'm definitely I'm, I'm excited that we're so close to like that Fast Five is you where know. this series gets really, really. You've been good. saying that, yeah. Yeah. That Fast Five is like the big one, that's and that's the one. The, I I've seen all of them through the first through the fourth. So I've seen Tokyo Drift, and I've seen Too Fast, Too Furious before many many years ago. Right. But I I have, I have not seen Fast Five. This is the last. I've not seen anything beyond seen. that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we're getting to the until good we stuff, get to Tokyo so Drift. We're gonna go down for a hot minute. Well, is Tokyo Drift bad, or is just a weird departure from the series? Uh, I mean, again, like it's just like I don't really remember it all that well. It's you not. Probably, it's it's Jack, not rememberable. You probably remember it way better than I do. I've seen it. That's the only one I saw before we started this podcast, and I don't remember. I remember drifting and colorful cars, and it's like poof, out of my mind. It's not no worse idea. than Too Fast, Too Furious. That's no? bad. That movie's so bad. Oh. Even the shotguns look oh, better. Sorry, guys. That's cool. Ooh. This is, uh, I got a... Potatoes? Oh, it's, uh, this is the point in the podcast where I have to say, Michelle Rodriguez, if you're listening, I love you. Is that all? You're doing good. She Keep is it doing up. good. Keep it up. She is doing good. Just in case, I wanted to make sure I started doing this. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. Shout out to you, Michelle. Yeah. Thanks Thank for you. listening. We love you. YOLO, Michelle. Keep it up. Yeah. Wow. Goodbye, Momentum. Hello, Michelle. <laughs> Hello, Michelle. It's a good... I I enjoy the movie. I'm, ex- I'm excited to know that it's, like, going up, but, like, I guess the reason I just liked it so much because I was just like, holy shit, yes, it's more Fast 1. Yes, this is what I want. And even though there were points, and, like, you know, I asked you guys probably more than any of us asked each other during the movie. I was like, hey, guys, what the fuck is actually happening in the movie? Because I don't know what the fuck is we actually happening confused, in the movie. confused because there is a subplot the, I mean, the main plot, actually, yeah. of the movie is that our heroes don't know what they're carrying, and they don't really know what they're doing. Right. right. So, I, they know, so really, there were points where I was like, did I miss something? There's a whole like, heroin what's going on drug here? cartel really There's story. literally like, an yeah. underground tunnel that leads from America to Mexico that's made for cars. Like I said, it's yep. just Sicario. Why wouldn't you make it just a little bit Sicario. bigger? Sicario. Oh. Mm. Uh-huh. How you like that? That was good. How you like that, Michelle? Are you going to drop the mic on the ground? You should yeah. drop this mic on the... Or drop Mike Burge on the ground. Ooh. Ooh. Are we going to keep using my first name as a pun? The door just mysteriously that? opens. I'll be right Whoa, back. Whoa, that was ominous. This podcast is off the rails. Get weird! <laughs> this is getting weird. Get weird! Um, is that the aliens? What is going on? Uh, there's, a few, there's a few aliens outside. There's a um, few aliens outside. It's because you talked about M. Night Shyamalan and True Detective Season 2 in the same time. I'm telling you, you Damn cursed it, like, us. Damn it. Here on out. <laughs> we um, lose yeah. momentum. Right, yeah. We're Again, we're losing momentum. <laughs> I don't Thanks think Michelle. losing momentum in a podcast about <laughs> Fast and Furious right now I mean, we, is but, a problem. But really, we haven't really talked about the plot of this movie at all. We usually at least try I mean, to touch there, on I mean, because there's really no bad guy, and that's it's... what these action movies really mm-hmm. have. Like, yeah. fuck it, man. I mean... Uh, if anything else, Too Fast, Too Furious had a great bad guy compared to this schlock. That's true. Very true. I mean, Too Fast, Too Furious had... Who was the bad guy? Baba Yaga was the bad guy in this one? What was his name? <laughs> Baba Yaga. No, it's the guy who's the voice of the parrot in um, Aladdin. Right. Yeah. What? 
Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried. He looks kind of like Gilbert Gottfried. They look a little he looks like, like a little bit beefier. Holy shit, bit. he does look like Gilbert you, Gottfried. You said that during the whole movie, bro. <laughs> it's a bit, Robbie. It is a bit. He's doing a bit. You're doing a Way bit, Way to Mike? lose momentum, Robbie. Yeah, Holy damn it. shit. Someone got with the fuel in these cars. At least the first damn. 20 minutes of this podcast were good. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you know what? We should probably just restart right yeah, now. Yeah, we'll just start. Like, all, right, like, all right, we just need uh, two seconds of silence. Okay. Okay. We gotta watch okay. the movie again? Yeah, there we go. Okay, totally. All right, so uh, <laughs> hi, welcome to uh, oh Fast God. and Furious podcast. Uh, quarter mile uh, at a time. Coupler, coupler mile. Quarter, wait, what was a the joke? A couple miles at a time. The, uh, <laughs> I love that they are, at, they're drinking the NOS, like Red Bull drink. Drinking the NOS they're energy drink. They're drinking the NOS energy drink. While they're I love it. driving a car oh, that, has NOS, that has, has NOS in it. Oh, here's well, what we can talk about. We can talk, yeah, go, 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 okay. go. So <laughs> digging for things to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's fun. What well, can we talk about? What do we got? What do we got? So Brian is now working with the feds. He's the cop again. He is working with the most impatient, and he always has been. So He's always had all, bad cop all friends. Fast and Furious movies. He is the working with the most the, impatient the worst cops, cops in, in the, the world. world. He is once again undercover to infiltrate this cartel that is running heroin across the Mexican border. Okay. Yes. That's the plot of this movie. And he is, is it? Yeah, it is. Trust okay. me. It's a revenge story and this. Yes. And, well, the revenge is on the same cartel. Yes. So that's why Vin and Brian. A bad guy trying to do good and exactly. a good guy who always ends Which, up doing bad. Great line by Mia. Are you just a bad guy pretending to be good? Mm. I like that. That was a good scene. Yo. Hold on. Let me finish All this right, up. Sorry. For the love of God. <laughs> I was going to talk about the spice rack. We'll come back to it. Okay. That was a good scene, too. He goes undercover, and again, just like Too Fast, Too Furious, like you said, there is a sort of um, induction race where um, the people who want to get in on this cartel, another race war, they want to get in on this cartel action, they have to race each other to um, get in and be the drivers. To to prove themselves. Right, to prove themselves to move uh, heroin across the border. And once he gets in, Paul Walker, this is, once, as the cop, he gets in undercover, he's bought his way into this cartel action, they send him in with a tracker on his car that has a giant red blinking light in it that he has to throw into that can of NOS that we mentioned before in the nick of time because they didn't fucking think that they would, this cartel, who probably has a little bit of experience weeding out undercover cops and running heroin across the fucking border mm-hmm. might look for. But we then, are, but then we are what, not the demographic for these movies. But then, no, that is true. But then that what happens after he gets rid of the tracker? What do the feds do after? They're like, oh, <laughs> he got rid of the tracker. He's he's going AWOL because, again, they have the patience of a fucking goldfish. They also have the right to assume <laughs> that he's going to betray right. them. Right, well, they Because he's done it twice. They sent this 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 cop who is who's now proven himself <laughs> on the other side of the law undercover yet again. Yeah. The patience of a goldfish! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, True Detective Season 2. Uh, um, yeah, Vince Vaughn says that line during the movie. You have the patience of a goldfish. Um, the patience. Of man, there goes my momentum again. Oh, they, no, sorry, they sorry start sending in the helicopter. So they send in a fucking helicopter <laughs> to look for him. Like, dude, give Paul a second. Just give him a minute. Like, one second to do his job. He's in the thing. He's undercover. Mm. To be fair, the cop... The, the FBI agent who sent in the helicopters, he beat the shit out of, like, two scenes prior. Right. He, so he, he has no patience. He, he pushed no that patience. man yeah. against a concrete wall. Twice. Which, who is that actor? What's that actor's name that you like so much? Goldfish. Sorry. We need you for this. If there's one thing that we can all agree on about Goldfish is that they are super impatient things. I think I was going the, for the memory, memory of, the of I know exactly what you're going yeah. for. That's why I'm laughing at it. So, this is so good. <laughs> Patience of a goldfish. Oh, yeah. We need your superpower. What's that? In a, in a, what? Which what? His, the one who he smashes his head against the concrete wall. Oh, the guy from um, uh, True Detective Season 1? Is that actually who that is? Yeah. Are He's you also sure? on Boardwalk Empire. Is that right? He is also on Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. What's his mm-hmm. name? Steven. Okay. Thanks, Steven. Um, bro- on Broad. 
I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'll about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. What are, all right, tell me about the spice rack. Ah, oh, the spice rack when Vin Diesel throws Paul Walker's cracker ass through that spice rack. That's one of the, <laughs> that is one of the best parts. Look, we already established this in the first one that Paul Walker is, is a cracker ass motherfucker when he's surrounded by all of these badass motherfuckers. Tuna fish sandwich, okay? no crust. Tuna, fi- tuna fish sandwich, no crush. Yep. <laughs> Go, fight through it. Fight you have got it. me going it, with this goldfish, man. I'm sorry. I'm trying to drop it in my Mike. head. I'm keeping it. That's, I'm keeping it. Robbie, around. you were waiting for me to drop the mic. There it is. Oh, oh my goodness. Woo. Go on. Spice rack. Um, when Vin Diesel realizes that um, Brian, when Dominic Toretto realizes that Agent <laughs> Brian, I like how we, involved, we like interchangeably use the real. We really do, and yeah. And we have to stop because we don't know some actors like Mia. I don't yeah. know that name, so they gotta stop that. Anything else yeah. ever. So when Dom realizes that Brian was somehow involved with Letty's death, he steps up in front of Brian while Mia is watching and takes Brian and puts him through a very nice looking big giant uh, shelf. Yeah. That looks like it's filled with spices. Well, they're a family. They do a lot of family meals. So yeah. Right. This was also the first time that it was not fresco. Right. Well, it kind of was. The it was like was it was inside. like half inside, eh, half outside. The windows were open. That's not fresco. Okay. Vin okay. likes to have his meals outside. Too fast. Too fresco. Well, you know, he gets hot with all his muscles. They're, they the way in well, That's why he's spicy. never wearing sleeves. Absolutely. Mm. And salsa fresco. This is probably a good time to bring up like how great Paul Walker looks in this. Because I love when he hair, gets in that stupid. fight with Vin Diesel, <laughs> f- for the first time, you're like, I think Paul Walker might be able to take this. He but then Vin Diesel is just way too big. And well, he's the, just like, the thing well, is, he's yeah. not wearing double XL t-shirts in this mm-hmm. movie as often. He's wearing like right. t-shirts that are Normal clothes. Yeah. He has had the worst uh, clothes in these movies. Every Which, movie. <laughs> the, the thing is, though, like because he, he's in a... He always looks like a pizza delivery boy. He's reintroduced yes. as a FBI agent, so he's chasing that guy down like in a well cut, like fitted suit. But the moment he goes oh, I back, forgot all about the that. The moment he goes scene. back, it's pretty good. It's all right. Uh, it until they smash into a car in a way that bodies, human bodies, can't do that to a car. Well, physics is not the fact. Like they're inside the car afterwards, suit. and the guy's like, "I can still speak words." Yeah, I'll tell uh, you what. Speaking of which, Stephen, when he gets his face smashed against the wall uh-huh. twice. Right. Yeah. Paul Walker, Agent Brian, Agent Brian, takes Agent Steven and smashes his head against the wall twice. Yeah. First off, you're fired. Right. You're not allowed to do that to people that you work with. Well, he with. tried to fire him. You're not allowed to do that with people that you work with at a McDonald's, let alone the fucking <laughs> FBI. First off, you're fired, dude. Like, story's over. You're gone. And, but then the guy just starts speaking words like in normal sentences like, no, no as if that's what happens after you get your head smashed against a solid concrete wall twice. Well, yeah. clearly our protagonists, well, not even protagonists, but our characters in this movie are invincible because Vin takes a bullet to the shoulder and doesn't even flinch. First he off, just Dominic mad. Toretto takes a bullet to the shoulder. Listen, he's always Vin And Dominic me. Toretto can take that shit. I think Vin Diesel could also take Do that. Do you see him get out of a car and he's just like, I think I hurt my elbow at the end of the first one? Mm-hmm. Like, that right. car flipped a lot and he was just right. like... Mm. Right. Yeah. Which is different from when they actually want to kill people in these movies. <laughs> and these it's cars, just like happening. They very murder the them. People. Holy well, you, shit. There's not that many oh brutal God, murders yeah. Where in was Luda? That's... I was no, not Luda. About no, to say, uh, well, no, Luda, yeah. Um, the Riddler, where yeah. was he? He was the he Jack was, the Ripper was, of Miami. I don't get the Jack the Ripper thing. Jack the Ripper? Jack the well, Ripper didn't like clearly. have like ma- we know who he is, but yeah. your comparison to him and Luda is a little lost. Not really Luda. Know. I think you said it is Luda. Luda. You did say you said You're Luda confused. is the Jack the Ripper oh, no, of Miami. Oh no, I was thinking of Menage. Ja Rule. Ja Rule. Ja Rule didn't. No, he was in no, the first one. He didn't kill anybody. Though. That doesn't make any sense. Or tried Luda the Ripper. No, Ludacris. Sets up zany ways to fuck people up. Yes. Jack the Ripper murdered people like on so the street. So he's like the Rube Goldberg of murderers? Sure. That's better. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. I can get down with that. Yeah. I can get down with that. I'll man. think up a good nickname for him that works with Rube Goldberg before the next one. We've got two weeks to think about it. Okay. Mm. Um. Mm. <laughs> 
These are these are turning out great. Yeah, they're all. This one is all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that's like if you if you listen to the podcast for a really good structured conversation about a movie, fuck you. Don't those don't exist? Good. Alienate more listeners. Alienate more listeners. Great. We're doing really good. On this. We're doing yeah, awesome we're really getting stuff. it. Yeah. Oh man. Yo, what if else? you like movies, fuck, fuck you, fuck man. You. Like, you shouldn't be watching these. Fuck you. Robbie doesn't know anything about movies. He hasn't seen. Easy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jack never finished. Throw that out there, Mike. Okay. What insults do you have? We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. Have you never seen a thing or played a thing? What, what do you love? What do you love? What anyway. do I love? Okay, let's go back. <laughs> do we have any? We're forty-five minutes in. Do we have any closing thoughts on? We have any continuing thoughts on Fast and the Furious? Fast and Furious? Uh, I think, you know, I think I really like the movie, and you guys are kind of like, you know, it's not the best, but I think we all like the movie way more than Fast 2. And we can all get down on that. If you're starting to like this, like, if you like this... I'm ready for the future. Because Fast 5 is supposed to be out of control, right? Really, this whole time... The future of the Furious. This has just been... The future of the Fast. That could be the ninth one. Mm. Really, this has been an exercise just to get you to Fast Five because right. Fast Five is is actually great. Is actually a great action movie. Yeah, that is a gr- also a great <clears throat> character assembly. All the characters that you've seen in. Uh, I'm really looking to the all, Avengers of this. It really and is. That, what, and that's it, what it looks like. It to was. Me. It, it, it was yeah. the sort of Avengers um style of movie where you have all this background built up to something it is it, it you really they, they earn it with fast 5 because yeah. they've been building this the whole time even though it's really been pretty scattered throughout and mm. it's kind of gone some interesting directions which right. is really a, a testament to Tokyo Drift where they made some choices in Tokyo Drift and then wrote it back in to say like oh no that happened well in the future and uh, reusing some characters in there that it, I don't want to say anything too specific, right, to Robbie, right? But they brought it all together in Fast Five in a way that is it's it's it's, it's fucking cool. Good. I'm excited. Yeah, it's about cool. It. Yeah. No, I'm pumped. I mean, the fact that they, you know, it kind of sounds like that they stumbled upon this like we just built lore and story for this world. Let's capitalize on it. Right. Instead of just being like, pump out another movie that follows the same beats or mm-hmm. is just like another glorified sequel. It's like, let's use, like, we're creating a legend. Let's use That's it. That's a true thing, too. Even so far, like, all the movies are very different. Yes. Yeah. For sure. They're very different. I mean, The Fast and the Furious, the first <clears throat> one was a very big, like, a point break ripoff, just like, very low key, took place in, like, essentially just like Los Angeles, even. Even tighter, like just a neighborhood right. yeah, of people doing these things. Well contained, little yeah. Story, and then Too Fast, sure. Too Furious was kind of like the Miami scene, like Starts changing demographic, blowing it up a little bit. And then Too Fast, Too Adding Furious, adding in lore because really like Roman is a part of lore. In that sprinkling story. the yeah. FBI on there just a little bit more, yeah, yep. to show that they're getting bigger, but also the story's getting bigger. I'm excited about the rest of them. Yeah, it's I'm gonna pumped. be good. I'm I'm really excited for you guys, especially now that both of you are. In- Uncharted territory. Yeah, so be curious to see how Mike and I like absorb these movies. Mm-hmm. This is where it gets good. Yeah. yeah. But I like, you know what, I do, I like this movie, but the thing is, like, that being said, and even though I really was, none of us are really hot on fucking Fast 2, um, I really like watching these movies with too you guys. Fast, too too Yeah, 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 yeah. Get it right, really, Robbie. Fuck you, I'm glad to compliment both of you. I really like watching these movies with you guys, and I, I really like these movies because they are movies that you riff on with your friends, and that's the whole fucking point. And right. like, I'm glad we're doing this. It's fun. Guys, both dicks. I don't like you guys. Aw. Fuck you. Aw. What are your closing thoughts, Mike? True Detective Season 2 is worth watching. Fuck Just watch you. It. <laughs> I hate you. Don't right, say everyone. something's bad until you've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. It's bad. Good. Bad. It's Good. Bad. It's bad. Okay. Good. Thank you very much out there, <laughs> listener. <laughs> for sticking with us through the thick and thin, through Mike's insanity. Mm. Um, check out storyscreenbeacon.com. I forgot to plug this last last podcast. <gasps> but check out storyscreenbeacon.com where you can find a lot of other podcasts. You can find some great articles written by us here on this podcast and a lot of uh, a host of other great um, writers. Um, and check out our schedule for March. Mark, uh, Mike, Mark. Mike, do you want to plug any of the 
movies? Of course, John. I'd love to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean, uh, you know, we've got we've got a bunch of really great uh, movies coming up here in March. So uh, you go to our website, StoryScreenBeacon.com. You can find our schedule right there at the top of the page. And uh, you can see exactly what's going on all month in March. We're uh, donating 100% of our proceeds and uh, all our donations to uh, multiple organizations. You know, we're, we're going to be showing... Um, uh, District 9 at the end of the month and uh, for xenophobia and immigration and we'll be donating all of our money for that to uh, the UNHCR and we'll be showing uh, Do the Right Thing and we'll be donating everything of that to the local NAACP unit for Southern Duchess. Uh, so yeah, we got a, a lot of really great movies coming up and uh, I think you're going to oh, League of Their Own uh, donating everything to the Planned Parenthood we've got speakers for all these too so I'm, and I'm really excited about the speaker that we have lined up for a league of their own uh, and for all of them too i don't want to play favorites but yes uh, we got some really good things coming up in march so uh check us out storyscreenbeacon.com we're getting hot getting hot hot just like we're heating up in this fast and the furious series and we'll hey. see you next time for another quarter mile out of time i'm jack Kolejewski. robert anderson buckle up menage luda that was mike birch ja rule have a good night. That was Ja Rule. Mike Birch. Ja Rule said that. I am Mike Birch. Ja Rule said that. Luda. Cars are fast. Cars are fast. Vin Diesel. That's what I was going to do. I was going to do Vin Diesel. Mike Birch. Uh, Eva Mendes. Eva Mendes. Fried green tomatoes. Fried green tomatoes. Mike uh, made potatoes. Mike made potatoes.